What's, What's up, guys? up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. Daily. My name is Callie, Callie Lacerda. Lacerda. <laughs> and across from me is... Gabriella Lopes. Gabriella Lopes. It's literally pronounced like that. It's Gabriella Lopes. Um, I just wanted to quickly start off this episode by giving a shout out to, to one person who um, commented on a, a recent TikTok video that we posted uh, two days ago. Her name is Jocelyn Zayas. I hope we're. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, she commented on our TikTok saying, "Love you guys. I listen to your podcast daily." Probably which, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Jocelyn Zayas. Um, so as we're recording this, I just liked your comment, and in a few minutes, I'm going to respond to it, letting you know that we shouted you out on this episode um, because it's the first time I I think that we've come across. Um, someone on social media saying that they listen to the daily version of the podcast usually it's like i love you guys' podcast and all that good stuff yeah that's really nice i didn't even that was on the main mentally gone tiktok yeah it was the second to last video that i posted which by the way i just want to point this out um just like i've said here before hold on i have a coffee burp incoming Woo, distractions oh sorry about that um so just like I've said that um, I've said this before on here uh, on a past episode, but we go through every single comment. We sometimes can't get to every single one, but we do read every single comment. And I do see the overall feedback on on TikTok um, when it comes to the videos that we've been posting. People don't seem to really enjoy which is interesting, right? Because on our Instagram, people are into the satanic, Satanism, uh, religious-esque posts and topics, right? Like when we're exposing celebrities and when we're talking about these weird coincidences when it comes to occultism and symbolism. But then on TikTok, people prefer the more secular topics which is you know aliens existentialism uh real world things that affect them in the real way and so to us from a creator standpoint it's just very confusing at times and it's hard to really please everybody but we've gotten a lot of comments in our last two videos on tiktok of people saying that they used to like our stuff but they just can't get behind us anymore because of all this religious bullshit whoops and i think that no like i think that there is merit to that and there is truth to that i feel like we've been really going down this path of just hyper religious analysis and i'm not saying that we're going to stop doing it but i do want to kind of like diversify it a little bit and just spice it up a little bit and go back to my roots um that that basically got us to where we're at right now was just focusing on topics that really intrigued me and that and that really uh yeah that just really intrigued me so i'm just gonna say that it's like uh, like i like and i'm saying me because i can only speak for myself and then you can say like whatever you feel but i'm only gonna focus on talking about things that genuinely interest me and i'm not gonna really worry about other people's feedback you know and i don't have any regrets from how we've been doing things and what we've been posting everything that we post is our our things that we are genuinely interested in and i'm just going to continue doing that 
but what I will change is just, you know, kind of enhancing everything. So one episode might have like a big chunk of it about satanic rituals and dissecting a music video, but then another area of it is going to have stuff about the universe, about existentialism, about immortality, theories about quantum physics, quantum mechanics, and like things that I'm actually genuinely interested in as well. Aliens, even though a lot of people believe that aliens are fallen angels, and maybe that is the case, who knows? But yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest because today's <laughs> the day for me to get stuff off my chest. And I, I want to just kick it, like kick it off by saying that. I agree. And I, I was going to say that, yeah, when I said whoops, like I'm just playing around, but I said whoops when you said like, oh, people are saying that they don't like our stuff now and that it's like going too much in in a certain topic or we're in a certain um, area of topics. Um, but the reason I'm saying whoops to that is because... Um, uh, just like you said, it's like we can't please everyone. And so sometimes like we just like go out on a whim and we just talk about something that we thought was like interesting or that we thought was, you know, worth sharing. And then we don't really even think about like how often we're talking about the same things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like we we, we are already planning on talking about much more um just like we did with like the gorsad kiev topic which was like yeah about was, like child trafficking and whatever else you know like which is something that i was extremely passionate about exactly so yeah. we do we are going to touch on like very big subjects we are going to touch on pop culture and so sometimes it's like it's just a matter of you get what you get that time but yeah. stick around and there will be like variation Mm. um because there always is like i don't think our last episode really well that that one specifically the the gorse had kiev one didn't really talk about like satanic well, stuff well, we like did, touched on the brazil carnival thing it did with like the 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 photographs but they were blatantly using religious symbolism yeah um but the crazy thing is like Another thing is the frequency or how often we talk about something is because of like how often we see it. That's true. It's like if you see like recently Sam Smith was like dressed in in like devil attire, you know, yeah. all these like little things are like Madonna pretending to be Jesus and in, in like a, the Last Supper re recreation. But then it's interesting because I saw, for example, like Andrew Tate um post a tweet well he 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 um quote tweeted a tweet of a woman like ripping up a bible and then saying like hail satan um and then he said i bet you won't do that with the quran mm. and i and that's what i find really interesting is that it's so strange to me that like christianity or like catholicism like the ancient text of that which is the bible is just like treated you know it's always uh, mocked right is always mocked is always like used in like these symbolism in these like photographies and these like ceremonies and these like performances mm -hmm. but then nobody will like mock the quran and then in like i just wish there was like that same respect like it doesn't really matter what your belief system is but i feel like there should be a respect you yeah. know for each one kind of thing or like why like why is it that that one is the one that's targeted 
Like, exactly. Why is it that Christianity is the one that's like constantly mocked? Like the Addison Ray bikini with Adidas. Like it's so yeah. weird. And so the frequency. And so that's why we talk about it so much. And then that's just another thing. Like I know it's tiring, but it's also tiring to see it all the time. It's also tiring to to live in a world where it's just always relevant you know and that's one of the reasons why during these daily episodes the same could be said about us talking about trans people like like we've noticed that we like we've lost a few hundred followers on instagram uh probably because of our stances and because of things that we've said on these daily episodes and we live with that you know and and i don't have any regrets in terms of that because everything i say on these podcasts, well, maybe not everything, you know, because every human being is subject to evolving their thoughts and their ways of looking at things. And, and that applies to me as well. And that's my only hope as a human is to evolve, is to constantly seek betterment, is to constantly seek truth and then adjust my outlook and adjust my opinions accordingly. But my point is everything I say on here usually comes from the heart. It's like things that I'm passionate about. It's my opinions on things. I'm not a hateful person. I don't hate any group of people. I don't hate any specific person even. But I do have a very skeptical way of looking at the world. And so I'm always questioning like what's like what's in it for that person? What's like what's the goal? Like what's the agenda? Yeah. And, and so that's why I just always point it out and I just always want to talk about it. And there's even a topic today that in a bit I'll get into that talks about trans. You know, like it's a trans situation that I just want to brush on and just quickly bring it up because to me it's interesting and it's something that should be talked about more. I think that it's, you know. And and that's what I was going to say too is that in in my case, like just like you said, I have no hate towards any group of people. My passion towards like speaking about it is is when it involves children yeah. Um, I just don't agree. Just like I wouldn't want a child to watch like heterosexual stuff going on, like porn or whatever, you know? Yeah. And so I don't like that. I just don't condone like the the whole like impressing these things on children from a young age. Like there's plenty of time for them to discover what they feel they are and whatever. And I just don't think that early childhood is the time and that's just yeah. my stance and i'll always stand by that and and i don't think that will ever ever change so i'm already saying like that will always be my perspective on like involving children in these things right in this right. like you know gender identity sexuality whatever it's like they just will feel it out they don't yeah. need to be taught it in school they don't need to just that's it like it'll and it's up to each parent to do their job it's literally natural selection. If they feel that, then then years down the line, they'll make it known. But yeah. it's not like that's it. That's just my stance. Yeah. Two things that I'll never let go of in terms of standing adamantly for is free speech. So I hate the, uh, the idea of, of censorship. I hate the idea of dictatorship. I hate the idea of not being able to speak your mind. And and I hate the idea of having something become taboo and something that people are scared of talking about because I feel like if it ever gets to that point, it's our fault as a society because we failed not only ourselves, but each other. If we can't freely talk about things and freely have opinions and freely discuss things, um, 
and in some cases put an end to certain behaviors and to certain patterns that, that we see in the world. And then the other thing is witnessing people who are just vulnerable, innately vulnerable like children are, and they don't have a say and they don't have any agency. They don't have any representative that actually has their best interest in mind. You, you just have these blind parents who, for the sake of inclusion and for the sake of virtue signaling, use their kids and sacrifice their kids in order to gain social points. And that's why you see these parents putting their kids into uh, transgender boot camps, which is a real thing, by the way, if you want to Google it you'll see kids ranging from six years old to fucking 14 years old being put into trans boot camps in order to learn how to be trans. And that's largely due to their parents. Like that's the parents fall. And I feel like there has to be some form of, 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 of like checks and balances, you know, like you can't let these people just get away with that. Like you're, you're making choices and making decisions, lifelong, impactful decisions for these kids who are just little people who will eventually grow up and they'll develop their own traumas and their own problems because of your decision. Mm. And so that's why I'll always stand behind that. And that's why one of the topics today is also related to Jeffrey Epstein, you know, because I feel like that's become a topic that that nobody like nobody is courageous enough to talk about. And the implications of that man's decisions, you know, like it's still like it'll continue to ravage families and ravage people, victims of their fucking child trafficking for years to come. Mm. And that's why I want to devote this platform and I want to really speak on these things because these things are real. You know, like you like you have the whole John, the the whole John Podesta thing, which is just evolving more and more into just atrocious, atrocious things like I've seen videos on TikTok of what's him apparently or allegedly screaming and yelling at a kid while like torturing, inflicting pain in a child. And you just hear the child screaming and just asking for mercy. And this guy's just yelling and just giving orders. And, and so the, the, the rabbit hole itself goes deep. And I don't want to ever feel like, oh, like you guys just talk to like, like you guys always talk about these dark stuff. Oh, you guys talk too much about aliens. Oh, you guys talk too much about satanic. Oh, you guys should do more. We're going to do what we do best and what we feel like, like talking about in the moment. And that's going to be the end of that. So we've seen a drove of people just unfollowing us on TikTok, a drove of people. Like we've lost minimally, I think like almost 2000, a thousand followers. And it's largely due because we've been posting satanic content. It's like just trying to expose these things and people think it's corny. People think, oh, like you, like you guys are reaching. Oh, this is ridiculous. But to each their own. Like that's just my little rant today. And I just wanted to, to, to really kickstart this week by just clearing the air and letting people know also that they won't be missed. So if you decide to leave, if you, if you, if you decide to unfollow, if you decide to take back every like that you've ever given us feel free like you're like more power to you you know because yeah. it won't make a difference long term because it, it, in the long term we know the people who will actually stick around and actually support what we're doing and who want to get involved in the conversations that we're having and who want to join us on this journey towards uncovering the truth and that's all it is yeah and and that's what i was like telling you today too is that we we can't like 
allow the like this weight of other people's opinions or other people's baggage or other people's anything yeah to affect what our mission is exactly essentially so it's like everyone out there like you you are the sole responsibility for living for yourself exactly and that's just kind of how we treat this thing it's like we we do what what we feel is right and that's all we can do yeah and just another quick example is uh we've been growing rapidly our second youtube channel which is just us reacting to stuff and just reacting to pop culture it has nothing to do with conspiracies it's kind of like a an alternate universe where we just enjoy stuff because i because i feel like that's important and i feel like we've gotten a lot of questions in the past of people asking like how do you balance out you know having to talk about these dark things and like how do you separate it from your day-to-day life so that it doesn't consume you and the way that we do it is we read every comment good and bad but we let go of the bad ones and we take inventory of all the good ones and we also create other outlets where we're allowed to just enjoy what we enjoy without feeling this pressure of of making people happy and making people accepting of what we have to say so my point is that we are slowly but surely creating what we've always wanted to create which is a media enterprise that is comprised of multi like multiple facets of things and one of them just happens to include this podcast and the conspiracy realm and everything that we've done so far up until this point with this platform but it also includes a gaming channel and it, it includes gaming videos it includes us watching movies giving reviews of movies and not having to worry about whether or not something is satanic or whatever the fuck because life is way too short to be lost inside of this like fucking wormhole which is you know the wormhole of everything that happens negatively in the world and yeah that's it well said you want to get that off the chest yeah jump into your articles because you got me hooked on what you're going to talk about all right so i'll just start off by saying by talking about the first article that i read when i opened up my phone today was that a white councilman in indiana sparks outrage after proclaiming himself to be a lesbian woman of color who is living life as her true self and this sparked outrage which is super ironic right because if it was a member of the lgbtq plus y and whatever the fuck community then it would not spark outrage it would spark understanding and it would be praised but because this white man this cisgendered white man did this as a joke or in this case to prove a point he's now stirring up controversy because of this choice but it's no different than other people doing it you know Mm. that's crazy yeah wait sorry could you could you repeat the first part of it you didn't hear anything i said go sorry i zone i did i always zone out the first topic sorry i'm 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 in now because i you're as soon as you started you made me think of the one that i just that i saved Mm -hmm. just now and then i zoned out sorry go ahead that's okay um take two (laughs) yeah so a white councilman in indiana sparks outrage after proclaiming himself to be a lesbian woman of color who is living her true life (laughs) or rather living life as her true self wow 
But this made everybody, every member of the LGBTQ plus community to be very angry, even though it's exactly what they do. So it's very hypocritical. It's very okay. I see. ironic, you know, because because he did this to prove a point. Right. That if he does what what the members of this group do, th- then he gets backlash. I'm going to tell you why I zoned out, because it made <clears throat> me think of this one and I had to find it to share it. But there was a woman who felt like she should have been born blind and so she blinded herself and they say that she's a transabled woman and she went on Dr. Phil a few years ago. So you can even watch this happen what? where this woman felt like she should have been born blind and now she's happier being that she made herself blind. And so I just thought of that, like how insane <sighs> and ridiculous it could sound sometimes, you know? Yeah and and that point exactly where it's like this white congressman could say that he feels like a uh, woman of color right mm-hmm. and then people will just look at him side-eyed but yeah. but 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 ironically which is the irony just like you said ironically that's what it sounds like sometimes just like this this transabled woman who who wanted to make herself blind exactly <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Because I feel like people are living in this um, in this delusional world, to say the very least. You know, it's 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 basically choose your character, but not realizing that life isn't a game. You know, like life is real, like life is life. But I feel like we've gotten so comfortable and our society is so nerfed and there's not that much adversity that we just start creating problems and we start creating solutions for those problems, you know. Yeah, and it's interesting because some of the comments on this thread is Mm. someone saying, like, I'm a trans billionaire, a billionaire trapped inside a broke man's body. (laughs) 
I need my billionaire affirming cash infusion so I can live my truth and finally be myself. That is me <laughs> as well. Yeah. I subscribe to that thought 100%. I am, I'm now officially a trans billionaire. Yeah. And uh, until I receive my billion dollars. Yeah, so we're going to start a GoFundMe <laughs> uh, to raise the $1 billion that is needed for me to finally Transition. come out as a billionaire. <laughs> and transition into the billionaire lifestyle that I've always identified with deep down inside, even though, you know, I currently am not that. So if you guys could please, please go out of your way, donate a few hundred dollars to help build up this GoFundMe. That's funny. That that was a great article, though. That's yeah. like a perfect example of like uh, of of like um, freedom of speech being limited to one side. Yeah, it's a hundred percent one-sided. Yeah. It's it's there's really a double standard with everything that's going on. It's like they they can do it. They can have the freedom and the liberty to craft their narrative and impose it on everyone. But the moment that we start playing ball, it's like oh no, foul, foul, oh expelled. <laughs> yeah. You're off the field, off the bench. <laughs> oh, go to the bench. You're out of the game. That's a perfect way of putting it. And, that, that is how it is. And I give credit to this councilman and I applaud him because that is a great move just to prove a point, you know, and, and he did it kind of <laughs> silently. Like he just made a statement and he proved that that's just the case, you know. Um, I wanted to talk about an article if I could really quick. Yeah. It's not a Mentally Gone Daily episode without an update on AI. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> and I found this thing. Um, if you want to chat with hot singles in your area, there's a new app, I guess, or a new tool, um, AI tool called Mischief, M-S-C-H-F. And it's got you covered. So this art collective Mischief has launched an AI-powered chat tool, Hot Chat 3000, that ranks a user's attractiveness on a scale of 1 to 10 before connecting them with other chatters in a similar range. Oh, yeah. The tool uses an AI model trained on facial beauty prediction data sets, highlighting how AI is inherently biased. Mischief said that the project is intended to be a playful tool, but also highlights the darker side of AI. So it'll literally scan the features of of people mm -hmm. and rank them on how attractive they are. And then it'll match you to someone that's equally attractive. So in other words, um, we're, we're going to breed the best of people together and the worst of people together. Yeah, this is essentially <laughs> Hitler's um, wet dream happening yeah, this, in real time, you know? This is crazy, but yeah, this is so crazy. And I see here that there's like an example where Rihanna's face got like a 97 score or, or I don't know if this is like edited, but um, yeah, that's just interesting. No, 9.7 out of 10. <laughs> damn that's pretty crazy yeah it's almost a perfect score but i think i think they like edited it it edited it edited it i think they edited it as an example yeah um but super interesting i feel like this is what dating apps are going to turn into too there's going to be like ai where it's like it'll match you with who they think is like your perfect match so everything all the commonalities all mm. the everything you know yeah no commonalities um, all of the things you have in common yeah 
I think that AI sooner than later, like it'll get to a point where it knows you better than you know it's better than you know yourself. Mm. And it's already at that point with um targeted ads and targeted marketing. Yeah. But I feel like it's gonna get to a crazy point where they know everything about you, all of your intricacies, all of your little mannerisms, all of your habits, your purchasing habits, your schedule. Ske- yeah, like when you go on social media, what do you do on social media? How long do you engage with content? What content do you engage with? What's your like, what are your interests like? And then it's going to get all of that information, all of that data and then use it to match you with someone else who they deem will statistically be compatible with your data and then it could prove to be the perfect algorithm and the perfect way to really find your quote-unquote soulmate who knows you know like maybe it'll be a positive thing that comes out from ai callie will leave me after using that app to oh yeah i already have it downloaded (laughs) figure out that i'm not his perfect match downloaded it in one one, 1.2 seconds it feels like those mtv dating shows where it's like come find your perfect match on this island and then (laughs) single mothers who want to fuck within five miles you know, all those, right that's porn hub yeah <laughs> that's like yeah freaking, you have those like porn fucking ads and shit that's so funny yeah your turn girl all right so my i think it's my last <laughs> um article uh this one was another interesting one right so epstein's private calendar reveals prominent names including cia chief and goldman's top lawyer Some of the notable people Epstein met with include William Burns, who's the director of the CIA. Um, They had three meetings scheduled uh, in 2014. They first met in Washington and then at Epstein's Manhattan townhouse. Catherine Rumler, former White House counsel under the Obama administration, met with Epstein in Paris in 2015 and on Epstein's private island in 2017. Emails show Epstein and his staff staff focused whether Rumler would be uncomfortable with the presence of young women around his townhouse. Epstein eventually determined she would not have a problem with them. Uh, Leon Botstein, president of Bard College, Epstein joined Botstein on campus accompanied by a group of young female guests. Botstein said he first visited him in 2012 to thank him for his donations to Bard's high schools. Uh, Bodstein says he was aware Epstein was a sex offender, but says we believe in rehabilitation. <laughs> Naom Chomsky, professor and political activist, and this is the important one, the main one. Arian the Rothschild, CEO of Edmund the Rothschild Group. So if you know the Rothschild Group, they're the famous Illuminati family. Yeah. The richest family on the planet, I think. Uh, They had a number of meetings with uh, Epstein over several years. In 2013, Epstein emailed Rothschild, asked for her, no, asked for help finding a female multilingual organized assistant. She also bought nearly $1 million worth of auction items of Epstein's behalf. Wow. So there's a lot of money from Rothschild going and and just being funneled through epstein and i just found that interesting because again this will circulate the internet for a while and then it'll die down and everybody will forget about it again and no justice will be 
served because of the deep state. The deep state is in control and they, yeah, they're in control. So anyone listening to this, uh, any hopes of acquire, of achieving justice is, I think, very minimum, if not impossible. And, and also um, Bill Gates apparently visited like 37 times. Yeah. The, so it's funny because people are like making memes and stuff now. Um, and, and people like put a sarcastic quote, like, I don't always visit islands where hundreds of children are being trafficked, but when I do, I go 37 times. Yeah. That's, that's old Billy Gates. So that's interesting. And then also like his wife apparently divorced him because of that. Um, Medina Gates um, after she found out about his relationship with Jeff well not after she found out but after Epstein was convicted and and she knew of his relationship with Epstein then she divorced Bill Gates is it Medinda or Melinda Melinda okay or Medina Melinda Melinda yeah Melinda Gates Melinda Gates yeah she she jumped boat right before things hit the fan yeah i mean that's pretty aye, aye. interesting right that's yeah. pretty peculiar it's peculiar mate these it's bloody peculiar i'm here for it though that it's like all getting kind of you know exposed want, a little bit yeah i want everything to be just uh just uncovered and i want everything to come to light i wish that i lived or I hope that I can live through a period of, of human history where the truth is actually revealed and actually acknowledged by the world. But again, like just like I said before, everything is run and covered by the deep state. And so the odds of that happening ever is very minimum. And all we can do is just shed light on it. And this is another common comment that, that we get across our social media when we post videos and conspiracies as people are like, all right. And so what are we going to do about it? Like, or, you know, talking about it, won't do anything about it or whatever the fuck, (laughs) Mm. but it does do something about it. Just, just by being aware of things already shifts the universal energy around that thing. Oh, and I'm going to, I'm going to be name dropping a lot in future episodes you know mm-hmm. we still want to talk about pizzagate oh, and yeah. all of the politicians involved in that including the podestas and Podesta. including clintons and including a bunch of people we still want yeah. to talk about well i you want to talk about like jfk's uh, assassination. J- assassination yeah i have like three jfk conspiracies lined up for for the next podcast and and I want to also talk about the rumored well, which which I don't think is far from the truth, but all of the murders done by the Clintons, which yeah. which now adds up to like hundreds, and there's books on it mm-hmm. with like specific details of each one and stuff. So if you ever want to get into the whole story, you can do that. But there's a lot of stuff that we want to talk about. And yeah. and also, I I didn't mention like Trump's name, but Trump also had a relationship with Jeffrey yeah. Epstein. So we can't ignore that, guys. Just to be clear, we well, I I am not on any side, and I'm not giving any free passes or anything because not to mention that Trump was 
responsible for the vaccine mandates and stuff too like yeah look there is crazy nobody's safe yeah like there is like i don't trust any politician so i'm just putting that out there that i will have a lot to say about a lot of them yeah and i've said this before about elon musk who is painted as the robin hood of modern society he's painted as the guy who has everybody's best interests in mind and and who's for the people but all i'll say is that the enemy of your enemy is not your friend yeah and trust no one and question everything and that's mm. the only way to move you know through this world and through this existence is by living by those two codes i had some uh, articles i just want to read through them like super quickly yeah. just because they're interesting but there are now some malls in the united states malls parks and restaurants that are banning teenagers so malls, malls, restaurants, and theme parks across the U.S. are prohibiting teens without chaperones amid increasing incidents of unruly behavior. Yeah. Knott's Berry Farm, Westfield Garden State Plaza. You know that one. Westfield? Garden State Plaza. The mall at Robinson. They've banned it already? Yeah, they're putting, they're implementing bans. That's great, Have, by the way. And, and Kings Island have implemented the policy. The new policy requires teens under 16 to be accompanied by an adult after 4 p.m. to prevent disruptions and ensure the safety of customers and employees. That's great. Yeah, so that's really... Uh, because it's so annoying Like when you go to a mall and you see all these fucking kids who... Because look... In America, I don't know how many people from other countries listen to this, but from the last time we've checked, um, there are people from multiple different countries listening to this podcast, which is crazy. But here in America, shopping is a pastime. Yeah. Like shopping is a hobby. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because our whole culture revolves around consumption, revolves around capitalism. And even other countries who are capitalistic in nature they still have other things that people can indulge in. Like they have legitimate pastimes and hobbies that are nourishing and that are nurturing to the soul. But here in America, it's everything revolves around consumerism. Mm. If you listen to secular music, if you listen to just hip hop and everything promotes the idea of consumption, of buying Birkin bags, of buying yeah. branded shit, of buying chains, but it's all about consumption and that's what's always blown my mind like i hate going to the mall yeah it's be, i think a lot of it is like retail therapy or yeah. or like also um putting material things on a pedestal and so everyone always yeah. has to like keep up with the new trends oh, and the new God. outfits and the new things it's like kids can't <clears throat> can't congregate and meet up for a hike for example but they can if it means going to the food court of a mall and yeah. then just mindlessly walking around and mindlessly consuming as a group. And that's what America is. And I think it's a great example of that. And I'm happy that certain malls have established that rule because I like peace of mind when I go to the mall. Every time I choose to go to a mall, I never go on weekends. I always choose a weekday. I always choose at like close to when it opens, when it's just empty. It's like a ghost town, and that to me is the only time that I'm willing to step into a mall. And even then, I I I dread doing so. Yeah, and the reason that all of these malls, like the Westfield Garden State Plaza is in Paramus, by the way, and we're from Jersey, um, but they 
have now announced it this month. Well, yeah, the month of April last month. Because <clears throat> today's May 1st. Happy May 1st. Happy May 1st. Um, That anyone under the age of 18 actually okay. needs an adult chaperone after 5 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. And they have waiting zones for teens who need to be picked up after the curfew begins. <laughs> so if they're there at 4 p.m., by 5 p.m., they either need to be with a chaperone or they're placed in a waiting zone to get picked up. That's amazing because it's just a matter of time before teens start coming up with fake IDs to go to the mall. Yeah, but look, I was going to say that this, for anyone who's like wondering, like, wait, but that that's not right. Because when I was a teenager, like I would go to the mall with my friends. It would be fun. It would be whatever. Yeah. They're only doing it for the evening hours. And the reason being is because nowadays like teenagers they think everything is a viral moment yeah. so they're like fighting in these malls they're like doing pranks they're doing like all these things yeah that that for the mall workers like people working at these like retail stores and stuff who are already having a hard time dealing with the influx of customers yeah dealing peak hours yeah and then have having to deal with this like like rowdy behavior from teenagers who just don't know how to be mature and just like you know keep it together and stuff so yeah i'm here for that that's cool um because again like (laughs) Until until Gen Z can prove their behavior to be, you know, tolerable. Yeah, just to be courteous of others, then then yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Same. <laughs> the last thing, well, yeah, I'm not gonna go through every article, but one more article I wanted to say is that Matt Gala is under fire now because Lizzo revealed the truth behind the event. And she shared her experience at the Met Gala revealing the harsh realities. But then what's funny is this is what she criticized. The lack of drinks, chairs, food, and hors d'oeuvres, which is like uh, appetizers, I guess, the little ones that they walk around with. Oh, what a coincidence. Lizzo (laughs) is complaining about food. And and the lack of food. (laughs) Lack of food. Oh, and she also mentioned that sweating in her outfit while waiting in the queue, I guess, like waiting in, like waiting for her turn and stuff to walk the carpet. I don't know how these things work. Have you ever seen a video of the behind the scenes of the Met Gala? It's literally celebrities standing in line and just waiting. And yeah. so, and so what we, the people see is them all glamorized and them, you know, walking as if they're fucking living gods and shit and just getting interviewed and bombarded by paparazzi, paparazzi. on the red carpet. But the behind the scenes is them literally waiting like fucking peasants, just like everybody else in line and waiting for their turn. And so it's so weird. It's such a trippy sight to behold because you see like Harry Styles is standing in front of fucking kim kardashian or whatever the fuck and then behind kim is fucking frank ocean and then it's just like these celebrities are just all waiting in line it's just like they're at the dmv which i was gonna say that i don't think the kardashians attended the met gala this year because they were not invited yeah because i think it has to do with the marilyn monroe dress that she wore or yeah something like that that was just distasteful um, but also the it's funny that you said all of that because Lizzo compared this to being a personal prom. 
So she compared it to like a high school prom <laughs> where everyone just like walks and takes their turn, like having their little flex moment. <sighs> and then that's it. And then, and it's just this like group of, so. <laughs> Talk about first world problems too, right? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Cause I, when I read this headline, I was like, oh shoot, like the, the, the dark truths Truth, yeah. yeah like these she's harsh harsh realities and then she's like oh like there's no chairs and food right. and drinks like what just wants more attention that's it like just just but now the met gala ironically is under fire for not having food food drinks and chairs for their millionaires guests yeah who could easily eat beforehand oh but they can't because then they might not be able to fit in the dress <laughs> that that was literally tailored to them five seconds before <laughs> like you yeah. know how they tailor it perfectly they to their body starve, measurements starve themselves leading up to the show that's crazy but yeah that's why <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we will if we ever go to a met gala never which i don't think we ever will be never. invited because of our reputation and our intentions with this podcast we won't be uh viewed uh positively you know yeah for lack of better words but yeah do you have anything else i'll be there in my car honking and then flipping everybody yeah. off like, fuck you tom hanks you pedo <laughs> yeah Fucking exactly. um anything else yeah i have to go pee so. yeah so it's always around this time so that's the cue for every episode to end um so with that being said guys thanks a lot for listening uh the best way to support us is just like uh jocelyn you said right jocelyn jocelyn did she commented on our tiktok that's the best way for you to get our attention and to get in contact with us commenting on tiktok or instagram reels and gabrielle's gonna pee herself so with that being said don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone peace, peace to, to the, the world, world.